to Single Soulmate Podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Hey, welcome to our um, new episode today of what's going on with your love life and what can be done about it. Men only want sex. All they're looking for is physical attraction. Men are visual. That's what you need to appeal to. Yeah, let's talk about that. So here's the uh, the reality. Um, I want to read a question posted in our Facebook group, The Love Breakthrough for Single Women. Um, and let's see, Heather said, why do men want physical attraction so early as you meet? Where are those old-fashioned men that actually respected women and waited till marriage? So let's talk about that. Um, why, why do men only want physical attraction so early as you meet? Um, the thing to remember is that you are the relationship establisher and you are the relationship navigator. So there are some guys that only want sex from everyone they meet. There are some guys that they'll want sex from someone if that's what they're, uh, if that's the invitation that is presented to them. The question for you to look at is, uh, why are you even interacting with a guy who only wants sex from everyone they meet? Why, uh, or uh, if they're a person who maybe they do, maybe they don't, why is it that the vibe that you're giving out is that that would be an okay thing, right? Um, because here's the reality. There are really good men out there that want much more than sex. But when the relationship establisher comes to them, meets up with them, meets them online, meets them in person, it doesn't matter, and basically is, is showing herself as someone who is a surface level someone who doesn't really understand men doesn't understand relationships and doesn't value herself that comes across to the man and then he will say oh okay so this is someone that i could maybe just have sex with but he's not in his mind thinking this is someone who i'm going to build a life with right um because men know pretty much in the first like minute whether you fall into one of two categories Either you're in the category of um, a, uh, uh, a woman who I might want to build my life with, or you're in the category of, well, she should be fun for a while, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and what you don't know is that you are giving off that vibe, not just by the words that you're saying. The words that you're saying are, are less than 10% of the communication. So the, the larger percentage of the communication is everything else. Well, what is everything else? What are you doing in private that shows that you value yourself? How much, in, how interested are you in what's going on inside of you? How much do you understand the difference between a high quality man and a schmo, a schmuck, a knucklehead? 
And if you don't understand that, how much do you understand about how you're even making the decision of who to go out with, who to spend time with, who to date, who to get into a relationship with, who to marry? If you don't understand those things, then several scenarios play out. And this may, this very often is most women's entire dating scenario is men only want sex. Hey, Carol, um, we'll, um, uh, we'll get to answering questions in a moment. I want to uh, answer that first question that was posted. Um, but hey, if you're joining me here live, go ahead and post uh, in there where you're where you're watching. Um, and then remember, you can ask questions as well uh, because I'm going to be answering questions here as well. But post them now. Don't wait to the end. All right. So um, so if if all of those things are not present you don't really know how you're going to be making a decision about whether this is a guy to spend time with. Is he a keeper? Is he a guy you should run from? You know, somewhere in between. Um, you don't value yourself. What's going on inside of you? Excuse me. And, <clears throat> and so he gets the vibe from you very clearly that you're not a high quality woman to match his high quality man. Um, and you don't know the difference between that high quality man and that and that like the schmucko and the schmo and stuff like that. And something I haven't mentioned also is that you're not enough in your feminine magnetism that it activates his uh, high quality masculinity. So as the relationship establisher and the relationship navigator, so that's basically getting the man and then like keeping the man and keeping the relationship uh, going and thriving and stuff like that. Um, hey, Ginger, uh, so nice to see you too. Um, so as the relationship establisher, if you are not clear on what it is that you're establishing, then he gets the vibe of like, I can pretty much do whatever I want here. And here's the thing you got to understand about men. They're pretty much going to do whatever you let them get away with. In other words, whatever you invite in or whatever you allow, they're going to do that um, because they're getting their cues from the relationship establisher on what what's happening here. How are things going to go? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, hey, Carol from Hawaii. Awesome. Um, so. So that's the thing to uh, to look at. So if you're not clear how you're making a decision, you're not living in your feminine and then occasionally uh, jumping into your masculine to get shit done, that kind of thing. Instead, most women are reversed. They live in their masculine. Then they try to like put on some lipstick and a dress and be feminine. And it just it comes across as um, not genuine, not natural, doesn't feel natural, feels like you're putting something on and a man can feel that. Um, so what that means is that you're not really valuing yourself as a woman. You don't love being a woman. Um, so if all of those things are, are present, what happens is you attract in guys that only want sex. Why? Because you have established to them that you are surface level. What's going on inside of you doesn't really matter that much and isn't that important. Um, and you also put out the vibe that somehow he is the prize, that you have to like do a dance to try to get him to like you and that kind of stuff. And, and that becomes because you don't really know how you're making a decision. So either that or you have the energy 
of I wish I could have a partner. Like I wish I could have a man. So that kind of energy is not confident energy. You have to be confident in order to attract a high quality man and have a high quality relationship. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. And, and I'm not talking about confident in the way of like a woman walking into a boardroom, like I'm gonna kick ass and take names and you know wipe the floor with these guys. That's a different kind of confidence. That's a masculine confidence and a workplace confidence and a professional life confidence. And that's not the same confidence. It's actually very, very different confidence to be a magnetic feminine woman effortlessly. That's an ease, a grace. So that confidence. So you have this like, I wish, I hope, or you have the other thing, which is you feel discouraged. You feel worried that you're never going to find somebody. You feel like you're losing hope. If you're not confident that you know what to do in terms of like, is this a good guy? Is this not a good guy? If you're not confident that you're not going to make another mistake in your relationship and waste two, three months, two, three years, five years of your life, you're not going to want to get into a relationship. You're not going to want to get into dating. And so you go long stretches of time with no dating. Why? Because you know that you don't really know what you're doing there. It's like, and a lot of times people say, well, I'm going to take a break from dating. This is what I'm going to do, right? I want you to imagine a scenario where you have been given the keys to a car at age 15, let's say. Now, you've never driven before and you don't really know how to do it very well. So you drive for a little while. It's scary as heck. And every once in a while you crash and then sometimes you even get into a big crash, right? And so you get into a big crash, total the car. One of our, our daughter, who's a teenager, one of her friends got the car keys, got a permit and proceeded to within a month of doing that, totaling the car. Now, thank God she was physically okay but she was shaken by this because she didn't really know what she was doing. She thought she knew what she was doing. She was tall enough, grown enough. She got the license, all of that stuff. So she should be able to drive the car, but she didn't know how to drive the car. She totaled the car. Now, from that place, is taking a break only, is that the only way to deal with this situation? No, because whether she takes a break of six weeks, six months, a year, five years, if she doesn't do anything to up her skills when it comes to driving a car, then the brake by itself simply won't be enough. She will heal, she will feel better, she'll walk, she'll take a bicycle, she'll ride in other people's cars, but when the time comes for her to have the keys again to drive, she will be no more prepared than she was when she was 18 and totaled the car. This is exactly what's happening with so many women where you take a break from dating, but there's no major intervention in that break time to make things be different, right? You watch a few YouTube videos, listen to a few podcasts, whatever. I mean, we have YouTube videos, we have podcasts. I'm not saying that this stuff isn't good, but that's not like a driving school, right? That's not as good as a driving school with somebody sitting right next to you with the two, two steering wheels thing and the, they both have the, the pedals and teaching you step by step how to drive safely 
and properly and how to avoid accidents. This is what working with us is like. You go to driving school. What are you driving? You're driving how you're driving a relationship. You are the relationship establisher and navigator. So you turn the ignition and you drive that relationship. Much more power in your hands than you've ever been led to believe. So if you take a break from dating and you uh, and say, well, I'm going to just you know, work on myself. And work on myself basically looks like I read a book, I journal, I talk to my girlfriends. Basically, you invest the least amount possible of energy into the working on yourself. Then what are the chances you're going to crash that car again when it comes time to drive again? Extremely high. Extremely high. And, and, and recognize this. We are human beings. And as human beings, we all have blind spots. It's like this. Here's a mug on my desk. As you see, my wonderful, uh, you know, saying here, get shit done. So someone who is outside of the cup can see what is the message outside. They can see that because they're outside. But imagine if you were inside the cup. If you were inside the cup, you couldn't see what the label was outside. You would see inside, I'm going to hold it up here for those of you watching this. You could see what's inside, but that's all you could see. You wouldn't actually see the message on the outside. This is why people who try to work on themselves by themselves end up in the same place most of the time because you can't see what's going on outside. It's called a blind spot and everybody has it. And you have to learn how to work around your blind spots, just like you did in driving. You learn how to work around the fact that everybody who drives has a blind spot, right? And, and so if you don't learn how to drive and learn how to work around your blind spots, you're going to keep crashing. You're going to keep having accidents. You're going to keep having relationships or dates with guys that you shouldn't even be having a conversation with, much less having a relationship with. Coaching, what coaching does is it allows you to say, this is what's going on inside. And then your coach can say, and this is what's going on outside that you can't see, that you're completely unaware of. Now let's work so that you can see both. You can experience both. You can work around the, the what's on the outside because the inside can't tell what the label, can't read the label on the outside. Um, so when you feel like physical attraction is all that the guys are looking for, the, 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 the challenge is to be able to ask yourself why Am I attracting only guys that are only looking for sex? Or why is it that I may have a guy that could go either way? Why am I giving off the message that lets them believe that they could just have a sexual, physical relationship with me, right? Because the truth is men are picking up on the vibes that you're sending out. They may not call it that. They may not say, oh, I've got an intuition or anything like that. But they're picking up what you're laying down. And if what you're laying down is I'm free, cheap, and easy, 
they're picking up on that. If what you're laying down is, if what you're, the vibe you're putting out is, I don't value me, they're picking up on that. They are picking up on that. And they will respond accordingly because they are reacting to your, the what you have established as what is going on here. Because men will pretty much do whatever you let them get away with. In other words, what you invite in and what you allow. And so if you invite in knucklehead behavior, you're going to get knuckleheads and the good guys are going to want to go the other way. And then the good guys that you see won't see you because you're not putting out the vibe of high value woman who feels confident and able to establish a strong, healthy relationship with healthy masculine feminine dynamics. They can tell that you don't know uh, about that and they don't know about that because they're not the relationship establisher. So what do they do? They'll go to your competition and I'm doing air quotes here. You know what your competition is? Your competition is a woman who is fine with physical attraction. She's cool with sleeping with a guy um, and then seeing how it goes. She's fine with just having a friends with benefits relationship. Or she is under the sad delusion that sleeping with a guy early has no effect on the where the relationship goes you kind of sleep with them you check out your f sexual compatibility and then you kind of see where it goes from there that's not how men are wired that's not how it goes you you can think that in your ivory tower and people intellectually having a conversation but that's just not how men operate and i don't care if you're talking about a uh, an educated man, uh, a, a manager, a business owner, an executive, uh, a, you know, a wealthy man, a not wealthy man, whatever. That's just not how men are wired. If you show up in any manner as free, cheap and easy, cool chick woman, he's going to know that you don't think that you're the prize. You don't feel that you're the prize. You're not confident that you know how to uh, distinguish between whether he's a, a good guy or not, and he's gonna treat you accordingly. That doesn't mean you're a bad person, and it doesn't even mean that you deserve that kind of treatment. It just means that that's all you're prepared for. That's all you know. So you're gonna keep doing what you know. So the worry, the discouragement, the losing hope comes from I'm going to try to have something happen that has ha that that I've never seen before and that I'm not prepared for but I'm going to hope that it turns out differently than the way it's hope it's turned out in the past. Bad relationships, knucklehead guys, I'm going to hope that it turns out differently. And you yourself energetically, you don't feel confident because hope is not a strategy. Hope is a great place to start, but it's not a strategy. And so you don't feel confident. So you show up basically hoping that this guy is awesome and he can tell that you're not confident. And you know what? Even if you had a fantastic guy in front of you, a commitment minded man, emotionally mature man, when you show up hoping that he's not just into sex, um, wishing that you could add a partner to your life, feeling discouraged, but, you know, trying to filter out his red flags, you know, hoping that he'll like you. 
You show up with that kind of energy, even the most awesome commitment-minded man who's looking for marriage will know that it's not gonna be you. He'll spend time with you, he'll sleep with you, he may even date you until a woman who he really wants to be with comes along. A woman who he knows right off the bat, I can build my life with this woman. And he will treat you as the fill-in woman. What you wanna look at is not why are there so many guys like that out there? This is a not helpful question. What you wanna ask yourself that's a more empowering question why are these all the guys that I'm interacting with? Why are they all, these all the guys that I'm, I'm attracting? Why are these even all the guys that I'm seeing? Because there is an answer to that question. I want you to imagine that there is 20 guys, single, in your age range, geographically desirable, meaning they live near you or something like that, in a room. 20 guys. Um, so... Imagine there's 20 guys in a room, all single, in your age range, all that stuff, right? 15 of them are knuckleheads. They want sex, they're cheaters, they're liars, they're man boys, you know, like their body is grown, but their mind is like a 15-year-old, you know, something like that, right? They're looking for their mommy, they're looking for, you know, someone to just have a role in the hay, whatever. Or they're just like a going nowhere man. You know what I mean? The, he's not bad. He's not really good. He's just going nowhere, right? 15 of them. All of those come under the category of knucklehead in one shape or one way, shape or form. 15 of the 20 are knuckleheads. Is it a true statement that most of the guys in that room that for our purposes here, they represent the entirety of your single uh, prospects? Is it a true statement that most of the guys in your, among your prospects are knuckleheads. Absolutely, it's a true statement. 15 out of 20 are knuckleheads. But here's what the other five are made up of. Three of them are really good guys. Could even be your good guy. Two of them are dreamboats. Dreamboats, your ideal man. So what's gonna make the difference between you attracting one of the 15 guys, the knuckleheads, the three really good guys or the two dreamboats? Is it going to be the number of guys in the room? No, because we've already established that the majority of the guys in the room are knuckleheads. Is it going to be um, your age, your weight, your hair color, your race? No, because what we know is that women are getting married at every age, at every weight, at every profession, right? We have clients that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, marrying great, awesome guys. Where did those guys come from? Did they just parachute out of the sky? No, they existed, but they weren't going to you. They were going to a woman who is prepared, confident, knows she is the prize, is magnetic in a feminine way, and knows how to activate the masculinity in that man so that he want, he feels like he won the, the lottery to be with this woman. If you're not having guys acting like they won the lottery just to get a date with you, you're not doing it right. You're doing it all, all wrong, and that's why you're getting the results that you're getting. So in that scenario of the 20 guys in the room, if there were 20 women in the room, you know who those five good guys are gonna to go to, 
the women that are the most prepared, the women that, that are feminine with a certain ease and confidence, the women that love themselves so much that they value their hopes and dreams and act like what they want matters, the women who allow themselves to pour energy into themselves and their hopes and dreams. You know who the 15 knucklehead guys are going to go for? The women who put themselves as last on the priority list. The women who do not honor their dreams. The women who are looking for as little energy poured into themselves as possible. And energy can easily be, be measured by time and money because time and money are measurable. So you can see how much you value yourself inside based on how much time and money do you invest in yourself. If you think that all money that leaves your hands is the same, you have already lost. Because then you could look at buying a $30,000 car as the same thing as doing uh, $30,000 of personal development, let's say with Johnny and Lara. You're gonna look at those the same way. Look, we've been doing this for 15 years. You invest $30,000, I'm just pulling this number out of the air, $30,000 in a car, what I can tell you is for sure you have a way to transport yourself from here to there. But the minute you buy that, the value goes down. You invest $30,000 in personal development and, and understanding masculine feminine dynamics with Johnny and Lara, learning how to be your own soulmate first and then how to attract a high quality man, the minute you make that investment, the, in, the value of that asset goes up. Why? Because you become a woman who values yourself. You value you at a higher level. And then you learn that. You learn something, right? Does the person who doesn't know how to drive, but then keeps wishing they were a better driver and keeps crashing and crashing and crashing. Is she any less of a worthy human being? No. But if she keeps crashing and crashing and crashing, does she know any more how to drive? No, even though she's been doing it for a long time. But the woman who crashes the first time or the second time or the fifth time and then goes to a driving school and invests time and money in learning how to drive, does she become a more worthy human being? No but does she become a more skilled driver, more confident driver? Absolutely. That's what this is about, is how much are you valuing yourself? How much are you seeing that you, as the relationship establisher, are going to determine whether the guy treats you as fun rolling the hay or a woman he might be able to build his life with? That's the big determinant. And the only one who has that power is you. Uh, let's. I'm going to answer questions uh, that you bring in here. Carol had a question. How do I get a man to stop the messenger messages to the phone? So here's a, uh, a, a I'm going to give you a scenario. So let's say that you are three in the morning in a dark alley and you have a gun and there's two people in front of you and you're having to decide which of the per people should I shoot and then run away. So that is one question. What we are going to do is ask, how the fuck did you end up 
in the alley at three in the morning with a gun feeling like that's your only two choices? That's the bigger question, right? Because that goes back to how you make decisions about your time, about your money, about who you want to be around. One of the best things that uh, the women who work with us say is that they're around like-minded women, other women that are going places in their life, and it helps to remind them of who they are. So, so the question, although a very good question, how do you get the man to stop those messenger messages? What I would challenge you as an even higher level question is, what? Why are you even having a conversation with a man who you wish would stop and he's not getting what you're saying? He's not getting you're saying, hey, stop messaging me. And, and one of the most common things that we see about why that happens is because if you don't say what you mean and mean what you say, in other words, if your word is not your bond, in other words, if you're not living in integrity, you're going to invite in people that are out of integrity. You're going to invite in guys that don't believe you. And so when you make an appointment, do you show up to that appointment or do you flake? Do you ghost on whatever the appointment is? When you um, say you're going to do something, do you really do that? All right. You'd say, okay, new year comes around. You're like, this is my year. I'm going to do whatever it takes to attract my soulmate and then as soon as whatever it takes involves a sacrifice a change uh something uncomfortable you're like well i'll do whatever it takes as long as it's uh free cheap and easy then you already know you can't believe yourself and if you can't believe you you're going to put out the vibe <coughs> that you're not uh believable and you're not in integrity and then you're going to attract guys that are the same. So <clears throat> the simple uh, answer is to block the person. But um, and we're big on that. And, and the other thing is, like, we have a saying in our programs, love warriors don't do fixer uppers. <clears throat> when you don't feel confident that you are the prize, when you don't feel confident that you know how to make a decision about whether the guy's a keeper, whether the guy's not, in other words, how to pick a guy, right, your picker. If you don't feel feminine and radiantly attractive, where you are clearly activating his higher level masculinity, where he wants to pursue you, wants to chase you in a good, not creepy way, right? Um, then uh, you're, you're not going to feel that confidence. You're going to attract in guys who are attracted to a not confident woman. You're going to attract guys who are attracted to a woman who doesn't really know anything about men. One of the things that women that work with us say that they really appreciate in working with me and Lara, as opposed to just like a, a woman coach, is that you get to hear a man's point of view. Um, every week we do Q&A calls with our advanced program uh, clients, and they get to hear every week how a man thinks, a man's point of view. And every single week, there's women that are jaw dropping, or they're like, I had no idea that it was like this. Of course, because... You're talking to your girlfriends who are women about men and you just don't know. Laura and I were just talking last night. We've been together 20 years. Last night she was just saying, I still don't understand you and how you think. So she understands me enough to, to have attracted me to, in other words, to establish a relationship, to navigate it 
well and to continue to keep that masculinity in me activated and having us have a healthy masculine feminine dynamic and she still doesn't understand 100% just like I don't understand 100% of of how women think right our coaches we have coaches in our our program who are uh, former clients who have um attracted their guys now happily married and um and are just so psyched about giving back to other women who were right where they were um i still sometimes i'm like amazed at the conversations that our coaches have with uh with laura because i'm like that i never thought of that i never realized that or whatever so there's always going to be an element of not understanding but is it possible that you could understand more than what you understand right now and the 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 thing you want to look at is am i attracting high quality men who are feeling like they won the lottery just getting on the phone with me just getting a date with me or am i feeling like i'm kind of chasing these guys down you know or am i feeling like i'm pushing them away we work with a lot of professional women and by professional i mean you're you're either working full time you got a business full time you're a doctor a lawyer a manager i don't know um teacher social worker chiropractor whatever but professional women with careers and very often they feel very very confident in their professional life but they don't feel so confident in their personal life and that's because they realize they're not quite as prepared for their personal life as they were uh as they are for their professional life right you go to school you invest a lot of energy right time and money in schooling getting a degree getting an advanced degree getting a master's a phd whatever it is uh jd whatever your your advanced degree is um but um but if you're not putting forth a similar or at least in the same stratosphere of energy into your personal life well it's no wonder it's not not going that well um the reality is that it is harder these days to find good good love it is harder these days to find true love marriage and family true love marriage and family is what we specialize in in the sense that there are dating coaches out there that will help you learn how to date and that's great if that's what you want is just to get a, a date but if you want true love and you want marriage and you want family either your kids his kids your own children that you have together you want to blend your family whatever if you want that how everything goes from minute one needs to be different it's different than just getting a date because if you lower your standards enough which is what a lot of dating coaches basically teach in order for you to have a lot of dates so they can go ooh i'm successful my client has got a lot of dates uh you lower your standard enough um and you make it as easy as possible for the guy to spend time with you heck yeah you're going to get dates but is is that all that you want if you want true love marriage and family your orientation needs to be different from the start and you got to treat it the way you treated your college degree or more likely your advanced degree because a lot of times you kind of fool around in college a little bit and then when you're about ready to get that masters or doctorate or whatever then you're like all right I better get serious now right sometimes you get serious in college I I wasn't that person I got more serious when I went for my JD um 
Laura, same thing in college. She just did what she had to do. But then when she went for a chiropractic uh, doctorate degree, uh, you know, more serious, you know, uh, and you may find the same thing. But it is harder than ever these days because your standards are higher. And so are his. Right. Um, there are so many women out there who treat themselves as free, cheap and easy. And so if you have been one of them, you can change that. But if you, uh, but your competition, again, I'm putting air quotes, are women that are throwing themselves around, trying to make it as easy as possible for the guy to go out with them and have a date. Uh, so that's your competition, right? Um, and the reality is that anything that's worthwhile is not going to come easy. You can wish it were different, but what we say in our programs is don't wish it were easier, wish you were stronger. And you can consider stronger to be not just physically stronger, but like, better prepared. So if, you, if it's not going the way you want, get better prepared for what it is that you want. Or you can continue to complain about how you're not getting what you want. Um, but there is a reason why you're not getting what you want. Now, if you're 22 years old, you just woke up today and you're like, I got an idea. I'd like to get married. I'd like to find true love. Okay. Maybe it just hasn't happened. But you know what? You're, you're quite a bit past 22, aren't you? Now, we're starting to get more and more young people who want to prepare. They don't want to go through the school of hard knocks for 5, 10, 20 years and then figure out how to establish a healthy relationship. So they're coming to us earlier to save themselves the, 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 the years and years and years and the tens of thousands of dollars wasted on, you know, sad spending and retail therapy and all that type of stuff. Um, and uh, getting raked over the coals in a divorce from a schmuckle narcissist who you never should have gone on a second date with, much less a relationship. Um, but for, for most women that we work with, they've already been to the school of hard knocks. You've already been married, you've already been divorced, um, or you've been in a long-term relationship and you realize, oh my God, this is the wrong relationship. Um, that kind of stuff. So the, the, the idea is it's not your imagination that it's harder these days. It just is. The other thing you, you got to look at is your opportunities to just bump into people is just way less, way, way less. And I don't just mean because of coronavirus and lockdown and stuff, but before all that even happened, um, it was way less because you go from your home into your car, from your car into your office, there, you just don't bump into people randomly the way you did 50, 100 years ago. Um, and so it is harder. And, um, and so this is why online dating is soaring, is why our clients are meeting people online. Uh, that's a whole other uh, topic. Our clients are meeting people in person and online, but most people are doing online dating terribly. That's why we do a whole online profile makeover, uh, personally looking at our clients, giving them guidelines, all that type of stuff. So, um, all right. So we've covered a lot of uh, a lot of topics here, um, and uh, I'm glad to get some some questions here. And um, yeah, hey, if you uh, are a single professional woman, meaning that you're not in a relationship, you're not dating somebody, you're straight up single, and you're a professional woman, meaning that you know, you're working full time, you're killing it, you're doing whatever you do professionally, you're doing well there, but you really recognize that this area of your life, you're like the opposite of killing it. You're like 
you're up here awesomeness in your professional life and your personal life is nowhere near that awesomeness uh, and this is like the missing piece in your life is your love life and you're really ready to handle this area of your life and 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 really get prepared for what it is that you've been wishing for hoping for wanting for for years maybe decades um, and you're between the ages of 30 and 55, uh, then I encourage you to get on the phone with Laura, uh, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with her where a couple of things will happen. One, she'll get really clear with you about what's not working in your in your love life. Like what what is what's going wrong? What's what's not to your liking? Where where have you crashed that car in the ditch? You know stuff like that. Uh, and then what it is that you want, and then whether if we can help you get to where you want, we'll let you know what that's all about. Um, but if we can't, we'll steer you to something that that can. But here's the thing about those calls: we only want women who are women of integrity, which means you say what you mean and mean what you say. Like you make an appointment, you actually show up, right? You show up ready to change your life because. If you're not ready to change your life, you're just basically gathering information. And if you're just gathering information, you're kind of wasting everybody's time. Uh, information is free on, you can go to YouTube, you can go to Google and just, you know, there's plenty of dating coaches out there. Most of them are single themselves. They'll give lots of tips and tricks about stuff. But if you're really ready for a, a transformative, higher level conversation about what you can really do because you're aware that one little tip is not going to change your whole life and you really want to have a, a transformative conversation about how you can change the direction of your life then uh, go to johnnyandlara.com forward slash apply and uh, book a call with Lara and see if um, see if you're really in a place where you're ready to leave the old you behind and step into a new life. Because in order for you to have what you've never had before, you're going to learn how to be, you're going to need to learn how to be someone that you've never been before. I don't mean someone different, but the best version of yourself. And if you're attracting guys who just want sex, you're, or you're just not attracting anyone at all, you're just like afraid of the whole dating and relationship thing altogether, it's simply because you're not prepared. And let's see how we can get you prepared. Again, go to johnnyandlara.com forward slash apply. Um, she doesn't have a lot of appointment slots available. Um, so only pick one if you definitely can uh, can make it um, because she's gonna show up ready to about 45 minutes, an hour or so, um, really help you see things differently, understand things differently, and give you a roadmap for how to go forward and change your life if you really want your life to be different. If you're like, well, that would be nice, don't, don't book a call because you're gonna waste everybody's time. If this is a high priority for you right now in your life, then go to johnnyandlara.com forward slash apply. So, um, uh, yeah, took a break to work on me, love myself and ready. So Carol, this would be great. If you're ready to really change your life and take a, a, a leap forward, to getting yourself prepared for the life that you want, then book a call, you know? Um, Cynthia uh, came to us along, uh, not that long ago, and um, Cynthia is now with her sweetheart because she learned how to, all of those things that we just talked about. So anyway, it's possible for you. Um, thanks for joining me. Bye for now. 
Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did enjoy it, please leave us a review um, on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Reviews let other women know that we exist. And it's a little bit of like a paying it forward thing. So uh, if you're enjoying it, getting a lot out of it, learning that uh, we'd love to hear from you in a review. And we have tons of five-star reviews. We'd love to have your five-star review or whatever your honest review is. Thanks so much for listening to Single to Soulmate.